0: Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. The podcast where we normally catch up Gabriel year over year on things he might have missed in those uh, formative years while he was being homeschooled and sheltered from the outside world. (laughs) Today's episode, we're doing a little bit different. Earlier on in our episodes, I stole an amazing idea from an amazing comedian, Brett uh, Goldstein, uh, famous for not only just being a comedian, but now for the show, um, Ted Lasso. He has a podcast where he talks to uh, other creators, artists, um, you know, actors and comedians, asks them to basically talk about their life uh, based on movies that they've watched. So, I will never be on that podcast, but I thought I have my own podcast, so why wouldn't I just steal his idea? Well, he took it to the next level, and now he's added new questions as a resurrection where he brings the person back to life and basically has them go through. Anyway, all of that doesn't matter. Go listen to the podcast, films to be buried with, and in the meantime, though, listen to our podcast where we do a mediocre version of his podcast where we take away all the story and plot and just get to the meat and bones Get to the meat of the bones, on the bones. You know what? Let's just go go with it. Let's just go with it. Gabe, what was the last movie you saw?
1: So, the last movie I saw was Top Gun Maverick.
0: Holy cow. Uh, And uh, had you seen the original Top Gun?
1: Yes. uh, I I can't be... I'm not 100% sure when I first saw it, but I... I was at a time when I knew that this was like kind of cheesy, like it was it was just eighties in a movie. It's the eighties in a movie, and I knew that when I saw it, but I but I enjoyed it. So I, I've always liked the first one.
0: Okay, and then you're like, well, it makes sense that they would make another one, and it's good, and it's only been thirty years, right?
1: Yeah, like all you know, it, it planned out, it worked out perfectly. You know, they put it their reminders in their calendar. Thirty years, do the do the do the next one, and uh, seamless.
0: So I will say that as campy as the original Top Gun was, I have absolutely no attachment to it. I don't know if I'm going to ever actively try to watch Maverick.
1: But but did you see the the latest news for Maverick?
0: Oh my god, there's a sequel?
1: No, it grossed a, a billion worldwide.
0: <laughs> Shut the f- What? Yeah. Wait, where does that put it in the in the most I,
1: I don't know, it's still going. Holy cow. I don't know if it's out yet. Is it going to be like in the top five?
0: Is it going to be Avatar, Avengers, 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 Titanic, and then Maverick? Or did Maverick already pass? Holy cow. Holy cow. Are there that many servicemen and women out there watching this movie?
1: (laughs) Well, budget of 170 million, too, just as a reference point. That's a lot. They're doing all right. The box office right now it says is 1.012 billion.
0: Where does that put it, though? Top grossing films. Come on, Gabe, don't leave
1: us hanging. So those are all, well, I mean, they, this gives their lifetime gross. Is that that's what we're comparing? Uh, yeah, that's because the same number. That's that point. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So the, we got almost it's like col- getting close to three for Avatars, 2.8 Avengers, mm-hmm. 2.7 Titanic, 2.2. So I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to double in the time it has left. But let's look, scroll down it's down here we're at down to about 40 so far okay it's cleared it's 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 over the 50 mark it's fighting with uh, oh no here it is 49 they actually got it 49 it just passed the dark night so it made it into the top 50
0: in less than a month yeah yeah so this means that you can add another half billion into it within the next couple months and then it gets released for video on demand and yeah no wow That's really impressive, dude. I did not expect that number. Holy cow. I
1: I didn't either, honestly. Like, I know Tom Cruise is big, big, you know, big worldwide celebrity Tom Cruise, but I didn't Mm -hmm. think it was going to be that successful. And, again, I think uh, if I was going to look at the two movies, right, shockingly, the first movie has perhaps the more realistic combat because, as we mentioned previously, like, I was shocked to find out that it was actually based on two real-world engagements pretty faithfully in the first
0: Movie. Very and shocking. And the rest
1: of the story is the camp. This one has the more heartfelt, touching, well-crafted story. And while the combat's realistic, it they kind of a little bit have to like contrive like this is the way the mission has to go. And then everything they do within that's realistic for the for the, the aircraft they're using, you know, and tactics that they have been used. But they kind of you know say like, well, you, you, here's a you know rogue state thing going on, you know, interesting. And they just kind of do it. So but it's a, it's definitely you know the superior movie and just a holistic movie point.
0: I'm very surprised. I again I I if it eventually ends up on streaming and it's I don't have I, I might eventually watch it but it's not on my list at all. I, it's just it's it's just not a genre that you know like uh like race car, you know like NASCAR driving. It just it would not be a genre that I would be into. I did watch the a Alone Movie Drive What I think it was called Drive. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But again, I'm not. You know, it was on TV. Like it wasn't something I looked out for. It's just one of those genres where I'm like, it's just not, not, not my thing. Not my thing at all.
1: You know, the other part that's crazy about that too is that kudos to uh, Tom Cruise for insisting that it had a theatrical release. I mean, because they delayed it a year, and he said, "No, nah, it's got to be on the big screen."
0: Oh, uh, I mean and that makes perfect sense because that movie looks visually stunning like what they were what they were that what in the trailer what they're able to capture with cameras nowadays is insane yeah. so i guess imax i imagine that would be mind blowing how good it looks almost yeah. a, almost like a geogra- uh, geography a national geog- geog- national geographic na- documentary documentary yeah, yeah. where they yeah. use like those cameras okay all right well we're spending a little too much time on this so I will say that the last movie I saw was Doctor Strange 2, Into the uh, Multiverse of Madness. I liked it. I had a problem. I don't have a problem with Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is a, a wonderful director in the movies that he does. But there were parts of this movie where it felt like I was watching Evil Dead and classic Sam Raimi stuff. Classic, like That's what I heard. Drag me to hell. Like... It felt like that sometimes, so it almost felt like a horror movie and an MCU movie, both in one. But but sometimes the the deviation between the two styles, uh, genres, was, was jarring. But, yeah. But it was fun to watch. It was a fun movie to watch. Um, but yeah, there were some scenes where I'm more like... This is Evil Dead, like this is straight up Evil Dead.
1: Yeah. I it's literally we, I only just heard about that last night because my my friends had seen it and hadn't talked about it. I hadn't seen it yet, and I heard they basically said the exact thing where they didn't care for it particularly because they didn't want that in the Marvel and found it jarring. But yeah. they, they they said the exact same thing. They were like, "This it was it was a Sam Raimi movie."
0: Yeah, but but not like not like Spider Man, Sam Raimi, you know? Right. Which which was which I was like, wait, why? Uh, anyway, but yeah, no. So that's the last movie I watched. That's the last movie I watched. Loved loved the Bruce Campbell cameo like you you know, Sam Raimi will always put Bruce Campbell in a movie, so uh, yep. that was it was great it was great to look forward to that. Uh all right. So, Gabe, who should play you in the movie of your life?
1: I mean, I think I think we 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 covered this just now, and this is the answer that made the most sense. Tom Cruise? Uh no. <laughs> yeah, not quite tall enough. Um <laughs> Edwin McGregor.
0: Oh, I I I mean we we, we chatted about this because I've been watching Kenobi and I'm like dude, you him are the same person to me. You are both such <laughs> handsome men. Uh I watch Kenobi and I put your face on there and it's not very difficult to do because you have the beard, you have the look, you it you are you are you McGregor as Ben Kenobi, just for the record. But yeah, fantastic right. choice. Fantastic choice. Uh for me. I had a little trouble because I was like, do I want the person who I think I want to look like or do I want the person who I feel like would get me as a as a character to play? You know, uh, so I went with I went with Tom Hardy. I think Tom Hardy could could do could do me a little justice. I think so.
1: I mean, are we whitewashing the role? Is this more Hollywood?
0: How dare you, Gabe? Am I not <laughs> white enough? Do these not look like white features to you? <laughs> Shit, you just no, called you're, me you're, out. You're, oh, I just, I whitewashed my own role. <laughs> oh, I just didn't
1: want to say Os- Oscar Isaac because he's getting all the roles. I mean, there's a reason sometimes. But no, I I mean, so to be oh, fair, no. I think from the energy perspective and everything else, and like, you know, they can do a lot. I think I think Tom Hardy could do it. I think that's the thing, too, is I think sometimes there's whitewashing and it's, bull- and it's, it's bullshit that they do it. And other times it's like you have an actor who can really capture this fictional character in the role and you know it's it's still it's still a bad look these days
0: okay but i think this podcast is over i don't know if i can continue (laughs) (laughs) you just oh you got me and i didn't even think about it i was just like i was just thinking like personality wise interviews that i've seen him in like i agree
1: i think he's got the energy for it oh
0: I just watch. Oh, my people are going to be so upset for any of my people listening. I'm sorry. I just could not. Oh, Oscar Isaac has a jawline that I do not have. But oh. OK, we're just going to we're just going to push forward this woof oof. OK, uh, Gabe, what is the best action film you've seen?
1: So this one you have to think about a lot cuz there's a lot of contenders. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to go with like what feels like what captures that feel for me. I I'm going to go with Terminator 2.
0: Very good choice. I mean there, I I yeah, no, I agree 100%. Uh Die Hard for me.
1: That was in the discussion yeah, it's, 100% it's, it's, like it's that definitely... I I was waiting to see if there was going to be a Christmas movie question on there cuz I was like well <laughs> we know it's going to come up.
0: But yeah, no, no, Uh, yeah, yeah. Die Hard and Terminator Two are perfect answers, I believe. I I think that uh, we've covered this, so yeah, iconic. Now, on the opposite end of the spectrum, what is the most romantic comedy you've ever seen?
1: So for romance, that was a bit tough because I, I needed some inspiration. So I started looking at like what romantic, like what are big romantic films here. Because I don't watch a ton specifically for it. Like, if I see it, it's because it happened to be in the movie I was watching. Right. And I also wanted, like, romance that wasn't, like, if you, if it's funny, if you look at lists of top romantic movies, like, some, somebody, some Joker put Beauty and the Beast in there. And that's just Stockholm Syndrome.
0: That's actually a very good point. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, I want an actual romance. And then it finally, like, when you saw it, I knew Princess Bride.
0: Oh, what a good answer. Oh, that is such a good answer. Yeah. I, it's a great answer. It's a great yeah, answer. Yeah, I
1: feel like I, I nailed that. I think that was my the question I nailed the best.
0: I so originally I was like, I can answer Brokeback Mountain for most of these questions, right? For me. Because I'm like, rom- romance has to have a little a little tragedy. It has to have a little bit of that. But then I was like, but that's not that's not what I'm asking here. I'm asking for romantic, right? Uh, so, Brokeback Mountain did not make it just because it's, it's a, it has a I, tragic ending. I, it has the Romeo and I actually
1: kind of expected you to say that, to be honest. I, I thought about yeah, it. To use it, because I think it would fit. I think I'm, I... I'm excited now I to agree. hear. I agree.
0: I agree. Now, because it has a tragic ending, so I was like, no, they, they need to have... But then the movie actually chose. I'm like, oh, that has a tragic ending, too. I chose Ghost as the most romantic film I've ever seen. Have you seen Ghost?
1: Uh, not in its entirety. I know it, though. Okay, but yeah,
0: basically... This amazing couple who are madly in love with each other. Um, the the man, uh, Patrick Stwayze, gets killed. The man. But his love is so strong that he comes back as a ghost to be able to to at least give her a message to give her closure. Oh, it is heartbreakingly beautiful to believe. Now, I'm a person who believes that if you die, when you die, when we die, that lights out. That's it. It's over. You you had heaven yeah. and earth. You did. Uh, to want more is just selfish. Uh, so I don't believe that, that that could happen. But but that a spirit and that a love is so strong that that it that it can come back in some way. Just beautiful movie. Beautiful movie. Plus two beautiful people. God damn it, Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. My lord. Yeah. All right. Now, this is a question I'm going to answer first because I'm very curious to see what path you're going to take on this one. <laughs> because as you said, we've literally built an entire oh, yeah. podcast based on the fact that you have not yeah. seen any movies. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what is the film that you've never seen but you admit that it's crazy that you've never seen? Now, for me, because I'm a movie buff, because I'm a, I am ai love movies... Gone with the Wind. I know references to it, but I've never actually seen the film. But it's, uh, yeah. it is an iconic film, top greatest, blah, blah, blah. Never seen it. Never seen it. But I acknowledge it as a movie that's on a list that apparently, for a person who calls themselves a movie file, like I should have seen. And I'm like, never seen it.
1: Never seen uh, it. And I have seen that one.
0: Of course you have. It's an old-timey yep. film. Of yep. course you have. Okay. Yep. That, that's terrible, but go which is, on.
1: Which is fun. It's fun that I saw the one. On, on the, the one UK. that I haven't <laughs> seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially after the rant. Um, so there's a lot of options here. And it came down to like two that I think make the most sense. And I picked the one that f- for me, I think it's most surprising to me. And I went with Shawshank Redemption.
0: I am so glad you did, because that is the movie that I feel like we've said enough times, like, Gabe, you need to watch, which you have yet to watch.
1: <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to put on this list if I'd gotten, gotten around to it, see? This is true. Procrastination got me something. So true. the other one that like was kind of vying with it was Godfather, just because of its place in that movie hierarchy. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I don't know, like... I still, I am more surprised that I didn't do Shawshank Everything Considered. So I was like, if I'm more surprised, that's what I'm picking.
0: That's a good choice, man. I I agree with that 110%. All right. What is a movie you love but expect others to not like?
1: So this one, I felt like there was a bunch of options, potentially, because I like some pretty, you know, campy stuff. But I went with Willow really and i the reason it's not because it's badly done it's just it's it feels pretty niche Mm -hmm. and it has that classic fantasy thing where it's got like initially like i mean i guess there's action but it doesn't really make a lot of sense like there's dogs in costume and like you know it's an older movie and it's not based on any kind of ip like most people go to their their fantasy based on something so like if i just showed that to a random person i think they might say like it was fine but they're not gonna really be they're not gonna go wow like you know they're certainly not gonna to know anything about you know val Kilmer getting married out of that chemistry he had in that movie
0: that's interesting because i like that movie a lot and i i and i guess maybe i take it for granted that like a good movie even though it's a it's a genre that's you know Mm -hmm. outside of of, of uh of uh popular culture um that uh that people would not like but yeah you're right I, I, I can see that although uh it's getting the TV show coming out by it the is way, so that class. it so might maybe, change
1: yeah based specifically on getting expansion but as a standalone movie I think it kind of and there's no follow-up up until recently there was no other buzz so I thought that that was you know yeah no I, I, that's, that's, yeah. A, that's
0: a great film um I I I just think like oh who wouldn't love this movie it has such great lovable characters and I mean Val Kilmer come on All right that's a good one and I went deeper cut like obviously because I'm extra that way a movie that I love um but I don't expect others to like but I I have for me it's because of like the genre and because of the time frame uh, and because it's a foreign film so all those things combine them like yeah you, it's a very specific film for you to like so it's it's a toss-up between Sanjuro and Yojimbo, which is uh, basically two movies, right? Um, but they're both the same character following the same path. Uh, and it's because of that. It's, I love these films. I think they're exceptional films. I think they were directed amazing. I think uh, Toshiro Mifune is one of the greatest actors. But it's a it's a samurai movie from 1940s and it's in Japanese. And you don't dub these films. It would be the dumbest thing to do to dub these films. So like... You have to watch them, you have to pay attention, and you have to read. It's it's asking a lot of somebody who is not a movie fan, you know? So I feel like I love these films, but I, I there's no way I could expect others to like these films the, as much as I do. Like, I own the Blu-rays, I own the DVDs. These are films I will write and die for. But I acknowledge, like, yeah, no. there's It's, it's asking a lot for somebody... <laughs> to to love these films as much as i do uh okay so moving on to okay so this one i'm gonna say i feel like i know the answer to you do you do know the answer (laughs) what movie world would you live in now uh, uh before you answer right because i found this very interesting to myself as i as i went through the process I w- I I started thinking of movies I liked and I was like, "Oh, I love that scene." But then I realized, "Oh, wait. No, this this actually happened." So, I can't wish to be in platoon. I can't wish to be in- <laughs> Yeah.
1: You're in that you're in that world. Yeah,
0: I'm like, "No, that actually happened. That's not a like it's it'd be weird to wish to be in Schindler's List, you know? Like <laughs> that, that is an actual historical thing that happened." So, I had to take a step back and go, wait, wait a minute. What is it that I'm actually asking for here? Because one is time travel and one is mm-hmm. an actual world that I'm moving into. So I found that very funny to myself as I thought as I went through the thought process because I'm like, oh, I'm asking the time travel because a lot of these things that I'm referencing actually happened. But anyway, go on, Gabe. What is a movie world that you would love to live in?
1: I went through the same thought process. And I also on top of that added the realization that obviously movies are all based on strife, conflict and problems. Right. So like, it's hard to pick a movie where you're just going to be default. Even if you're the lowest rung of society, better off than you are. Cause all these movies, there's a bunch of stuff happening. That's terrible. A lot of oppression, a lot of, so you're like, wait a second. So if you were just trying to pick something where you wouldn't have a, a higher likelihood of dying, <laughs> you'd have a hard time. You would. Uh, so I, I mean, I went. You, you know where it's going. I just I went Star Wars, obviously. I know. I mean,
0: I, I I knew the answer to this,
1: and I love the I answer was this to tall. this. tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wished for. Now you let know, me so. ask you.
0: Let me ask you though, because I already know this, so I have a follow up that I didn't send yep. you.
1: Okay, good.
0: What Star Wars universe though? Because it's expanded, obviously, right? So is it is it the prequel Star Wars universe? Is it the current movie Star Wars universe? Is it Is it, you know, Rogue One? Is it Mandalorian? Is it Boba Fett? Which Mandalorian and Boba Fett are kind of the same. You know, like, is it where do you see yourself in which Star Wars universe of those available?
1: Right, right, right. Fair. So, cinematically, I think, I think you go with, I think I would do. So, if I was picking movies strictly, I'm going to limit myself to movies too because TV shows. It's tough because those are answers I wanted to grab. We'll, we'll run into those later. I think I'd go prequel. Oh, really? Because as tragic as it is to see the Republic fall, uh, first of all, I mean, unless you're super old at that point, or uh, unless you're a clone, you're uh, you're going to see the transition into the next phase of the Empire. But you get to, you still have that last vestige of this. Re- Galaxy-spanning republic and and the Jedi and everything like that. Whereas that stuff for the common man, that's all gone. Four, five, and six. It's a very different galaxy.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. That's a good good one. question though. Um. So yeah, I so I I was like, well, well, fuck. There's only Star Wars and Star Trek, right? <laughs> I mean, there's fantasy <laughs> two. You know, I was thinking like you know Fifth Element. I was thinking those. And you then an it And then it hit me like I was like, oh, you know, because because I also I was like, I do not want to be part of MCU or DC universes because there's fucking superheroes that are destroying. Yeah, as a regular person, they're yeah, terrifying. You're, <laughs> you're, exactly, you are you are at the mercy of gods fighting each other, and you happen to be in the uh, way of a glance, and you could die. So I was like, nope, I I, I want no part of a superhero universe whatsoever. So I went with the Serenity um, world because I wanted time. I wanted. I didn't want time travel, but I wanted space travel. But I didn't want it in Star Trek style, and I didn't want it in Star Wars style. And I feel like Serenity slash Firefly uh, movie world gives me that, where you can you can be an individual, you can make your way you know you, you you can survive as an individual having and then you know because of the whole like you know north and south like you know um civil war that had seemed to have happened like you're like it, it's an everyday man's kind of world manual labor like it seems like gunslinger a little bit i'm like i think i'm okay with that i think i i can yeah, it's i a can space western yeah it's a
1: western without the problem of not having antibiotics because So if you cut yourself, you might die. Like that's mildly averted. Yeah, I like that. That's a good answer.
0: Thank you. Thank you. What is a movie that made you feel uncomfortable?
1: So that was another interesting question that I sat and thought because I'm mostly not even gonna watch movies that I think are gonna do that because I think most of that's gonna be like horror genre stuff. I'm just not gonna enjoy it um, if it's too heavy. So I tried to think: what's a movie that did genuinely make me uncomfortable, but that I liked the movie? And Seven. Really? Yeah.
0: Was it the boxing? What's in the box? What's so, in the box?
1: I think the uncomfortable thing is more the look at like the depths of human depravity, like, and it's a it's a close up of examination of all the worst aspects, and it's an it's kind of a little bit of an uncomfortable introspection about that, you know. That's good. And so it wasn't so much the spectacle as is what it represented. And it it gives you a little bit of an uncomfortable feeling. And they managed to convey that by doing some of the shocky things and stuff. But it's not the shock that's uncomfortable.
0: I have two movies and I'm kind of on the fence about, right, because of what they do for me when it comes to making me feel uncomfortable. There's a movie called Irreversible with Monica Bellucci that starts with a rape, uh, like a seven minute rape scene at the beginning of the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. But the story that it's telling after that it's actually very compelling and really well done. But that scene is just so fucking uncomfortable that it makes it difficult for me to like get past that, right? So Mm -hmm. so that's one movie that automatically came to mind. Like I'm like that it just felt uncomfortable to watch it because they really like drag it on. So you really fucking like, ugh. It's just it's a it's a it's a Terrible scene, but also a really good scene in the sense where it made you feel an emotion, like there was something Mm. attached to it. But the movie Made, I don't know if you know this movie, Mm -hmm. Uh, um, John Faber's second movie after Swingers, it's called Made with uh, Vince Vaughn and John Faber as the lead characters. And John Faber's character, and this is a credit to his performance, he is this really obnoxious fucking guy that you want to punch in the mouth because he's so fucking just will not shut up when he should, will not listen when he should. He just makes you want to hate him. And he does it so fucking well that you actually, I have a physical reaction to him. Like, fuck, I want to hurt this guy. And it makes me uncomfortable to watch. It made me uncomfortable to watch because I was like, I, I just, it was cringeworthy at moments it's so it, it's a, again difficult to answer but a scene in that movie in irreversible makes me feel that way but a character in that movie made makes me feel that way where it's it's uncomfortable for me where I feel weird that I want to react to a scene or to a character or to a movie so bad that I, I just it's icky it's it's just not what I want yeah but there's a purpose to it so yeah I, I, I'm a, it's a toss-up between those two I'm not gonna lie
1: interesting you know I've I think I've heard the same thing I did not I haven't seen it but Clockwork Orange doesn't it have some uncomfortable It does but you know stuff what in it?
0: Yeah it does but you know what I I have actually been okay with that movie. I've seen that movie numerous huh. times. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I, that you reminded me by mentioning the sexual assault. I was like I think I've heard that
0: It so so in in Clockwork Orange they do it but in Irreversible it's in in Drug Clockwork out. Orange is campy. Uh, and okay. irreversible, it feels real. And that's mm, uncomfortable. That's that really is. fucking uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Alright, Gabe. What is your favorite kids' movie?
1: There's a there's a there's a wealth of them. And I uh I thought about it and I was like, okay, well, let's go, let's go back to basics and what comes to mind for me and uh Toy Story 2, I think. What makes it yeah.
0: so I guess what makes it a kid's movie in the sense where you acknowledge this is meant for kids, but, but you're like, but I'm an adult and I still like this movie.
1: So Pixar's got that quality where they're, I mean, it's not as overt, like they're not, they're not winking at you as much overtly as like Looney Tunes used to with their, there's adult humor in this kid's show. But the fee, the themes feel like they transcend the kid's movie, right? Like, if you stripped away the cartoon and everything else and you took the core of what the movie's trying to do you could make a you could make a, a movie about it you just dress it differently you know so the themes are all there they treat it seriously like it's not a kids movie where it's just bright colors and loud noises for that for its own sake cute and adorable they put in the work to make a real movie but make it accessible to kids
0: okay i i have dumbo and i know I know that Dumbo is dated. And I know there's scenes in Dumbo that don't... I get all that.
1: There's, that could have been just disc- an uncomfortable one. It <laughs> could.
0: <Good. laughs> but there's there's things about Dumbo that make it very kid-like to me. Like the fact that we're dealing with, with animals, right? The fact that we're mm-hmm. personifying animals and giving them personalities and things like that. And that's the unfortunate part, that some personalities are very dated and racist, and things like that. Visually, though, it's a stunning film. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, so when I think of a kid's movie, and I think of, like... It, it was a toss-up between that and, like, Fantasia, you know? Mm. And I, I lean towards towards um, Dumbo because of the single parent, which is obviously my own, you know, my right. own issues that I've dealt with. But yeah, so Dumbo, for me, is the one that, that, that like, just feels like that's my favorite kids movie that i'm okay showing to a child you know uh and then having to explain to them that that (laughs) that because of the time frame it's just things you know guys uh but speaking of like my reasons for that what is a film that you liked but would not want to watch again
1: so this is this one I I struggle with because I don't think I can't think of something that I'd be a hundred percent opposed to watching again.
0: I had I had the same thought, and honestly, originally I was like, "Oh, it's got to be a documentary. A documentary would would I I could yeah. watch once, and then I'd be like, No, no, that's a, it's a little too too much." But anyway, but go on. What did you come up with though?
1: So. I was trying to think of what movie had something that, I, I appreciated, but I don't really have any desire to see in the movie again. I went. And,
0: the, I'm sorry to cut you off. I went through the exact same thing. I was like, what movie did I really enjoy? And there was something about it that was so powerful. But I'm like, but not enough for me to watch again. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, go
1: on. and I know that there's a couple of modern movies that have that reputation that I have not seen yet. So okay. I imagine those would probably be what them when I eventually get to them and might even might even be where you choose. But I went through the gamut of old Disney stuff and I thought like, okay, like what was <laughs> no, traumatic? What was it? And it's honestly, Dumbo? Dumbo I think Dumbo came came up because of <sighs> it had its issues and I was like, I I appreciate the things about it that are there and I remember it from, you know, being a kid but I, I can't, I can't see myself going back specifically for it. So I, that's why I was like, Ooh, when you picked it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go trashes. <laughs> oh
0: no. it's uh,
1: But I think I appreciate the same qualities you do. And I'm just like, I can't, uh, I don't have a reason to go back. It's because I remember the things and I don't want to, I don't want to tarnish it more by going back and, and reliving the the parts that aren't, that aren't so comfortable, so it fits. It fits the uh fits the uncomfortable. It fits the kids oh, movie. No. It fits.
0: So, so originally I was like, "Oh, there's there's a, a few documentaries." Honestly, like
1: that was a smart take. I, I didn't even think documentary. There's a
0: few documentaries about the Catholic Church, and Ooh. yeah, that have like. I specifically remember a scene where this girl was like, "I didn't tell my father because I was afraid of my." what my father would do to the priest, you know? And I'm like, Uh. yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is heart fucking breaking. Like the movie spotlight that does a fantastic job of that. But I was like, yeah, no, like I feel like a documentary is a given to me. Like I was like, that's what a documentary does. It fucking puts things in your face so that you have to acknowledge this is wrong. And that, and it's not like, it's not like, like, like Fahrenheit nine eleven. I did watch more than once and I recommended it to people. Um, but anyway, but because back to Dumbo and back to everything else, because of my own personal daddy issues. <sighs> Have you seen the movie, the pursuit of happiness? Yes. That movie, even though it has a happy ending, even though it's based on a real life story and these people are doing fine. I remember watching it. And it, it touched me in a place where <laughs> I hate. And again, it goes back to personal daddy mm, issues yeah. and issues of, of, of how I grew up, uh, where I it was difficult for me to watch. And I give credit because the movie's that good where it can create that feeling and emotion and, and evoke it so strongly in certain individuals. And I'm one of those individuals. I fell for it like hard. Um, so when I think of a movie where like, yeah, that's not a, that's a movie I like because of how well it was done. But I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm watching this movie again. Pursuit of happiness is that film. Uh, and it jumped out at me because I, re- I still remember some scenes where I'm like, there is no fucking way I could live through that. that. That would, that would just, that would destroy me. That would destroy me. If, if it isn't something I can punch, shoot or kill, I don't know how to fight it, Gabe. <laughs> and that movie gave me everything I could not punch, shoot, or kill, <laughs> but it made me have to deal with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good answer. That was definitely a moving, a moving film.
0: Yeah, and it was well done. And I was like, I, re- I watched it once, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm never watching this again, ever. This movie was way, way too real for me. Uh, so yeah, so that 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 that's my list. That's like, nope. Never, never watching that movie again. But I acknowledge it was a great film and it was a great adaptation of somebody's life. And whether you whether they took, you know, liberties, whether they took liberties Mm. with the storytelling, that's fine. The purpose and the objective was nailed and I fell for it completely. Is there a film that you would show to a partner to test their chemistry?
1: Yeah, so this is this is one too where I had to kind of scale back a little because there's no there's nothing I would show that if they somebody didn't like I'd be like well I can't this isn't gonna but I would have questions I think okay right? good I, and I that gave same... me several choices right that through... gave me like I would want to know why you didn't like something <laughs> you know yes yes and so there's a few different test aspects that you could that you could use. And after going through a whole bunch of options, I think the best choice to come up with was Fifth Element.
0: Interesting.
1: And again, like, so you could pick something that's like the super near and dear. Like, I got to say Star Wars, right? But like, it's pretty big. Some people just don't like that. Like Star Wars, you know, and you pick a single one of those movies and say like, well, I really like this one. Maybe it's not even the best one. You know, OK, you could pick something like epic, you know, and nerdy, because obviously that's dear to me, like you pick a, pick a pick something, pick something Lord of the Rings or something like that, you know, and also that's kind of a marathon. You make them watch the extended edition. Now, you know, if they got the stamina, <laughs> but I think there was something. So this was a bit of a discussion that came up. And I the fifth element, I, I it, it has enough mix of things. It's weird. It's got it's got romance subplot, it's got a dark humor and some weird, some very off the wall stuff. I mean the Frenchiness aspect of it, like, but it's still lovable. And it's it's I don't know if you read it to me on paper if I would be super interested in the movie if I didn't know what it was, if you just kind of listed off some of the attributes. But that mix is magical. And I'd be curious what part you didn't like and what part you did. I have to think you'd find something in there you like if you watched it. It's got so much going on. And if you're just like, nah, I'd be like, okay, well, tell me the things. What's going on? So, again, it wouldn't be a make-or-break kind of thing for me personally. But it would be – that's a conversation starter for sure.
0: I uh, That's an interesting film, but I wholeheartedly agree. Like, in answering this question, I avoided – Movies that I love, movies that I respect, movies that are, you know, subjectively good. So I was like, okay, well, what is it that in this sense, like, I would want that chemistry with my partner. I went with the, like, comedic uh, perspective, right? So I'm Mm. like, does this person get the type of comedy that I have or uh, that I like, you know? Uh, So my answer was actually... Uh, it started with like, well, what movies make me laugh every single time, right? And, and how absurd are they or how weird are they where you're getting both like somebody understands comedy but also understands genres, right? Because I, 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 uh, I, I think there's a, there's a difference between like somebody who understands what somebody's trying to do with a comedic moment... Mm-hmm. And then making a comedy like a parody is a comedy, right? You can make a yeah, parody yeah. of of a scary movie, of a romantic comedy, and it's a comedy. But when somebody's shooting for the fences and and, and trying to make a joke or a comedy out of out of a, a subject that that is not necessarily funny, but they're thinking out of the box with that. Anyway, all that to say is, uh, young Frankenstein. I think if I had to choose a movie where you would kind of get this person's perspective on 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 what they're into and whether it's gonna vibe with you, I feel like that's a movie. So anything Mel Brooks, basically, because you know like, I was gonna
1: say Mel Brooks is yeah. is a the line of demarcation there for sure, where some people are just like I don't like it
0: exactly, and it and you're like, well, here's the problem with that though, because they're they're not being very specific. So if you're not getting this, I kind of have questions about everything else, you know, because like, you know, if you watch if you watch like, you know, Blazing Saddles, you know, you're 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 doing you're doing social commentary on uh, racial things, uh, westerns and just also Hollywood, because the movie ends outside of of the genre. Then you watch Spaceballs and you're like, oh, this is very specific to like a very specific movie and genre. And young Frankenstein, I mean, this dude decided to go on a black and white film. Uh so yeah, so like, so when I think of it, I'm like, if this person can laugh at some of these jokes and just get them as jokes and not like, why is this black and white? Why is this about Frankenstein? Like, no, no. Look past that. Do you get that there's humor in this because of the absurdity or because of the relationship or because of the writing, if you can get that it's it. And again, this is not something we actually do, but if, if that's the film, you know, that I'm choosing like to just kind of gauge where you're at, because this kind of helps me determine like, well, what can I show you next? You know, what, what is it okay for me to say down the rabbit hole? Exactly. Are you willing to go? Exactly. So that 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 was the gauge that I use. Like how far? Yeah. Ex- perfect, Gabe. How far can I go with you based on this film? And if it's if the jokes are above water, then you're like, OK, I, I get that. If the boat, if the jokes are below water, you're like, oh, OK. But if you're not on the water at all and you're in a boat and you're far away or you're on the beach, you're like, OK, that's that's not going to work because obviously you have no personality and no soul. Um so it was one of those. So that that's why I picked uh, Young Frankenstein or or some comedy like it, you know, like Mel Brooks Airplane that type of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it.
0: All right, we are at time. I know we had a few more questions, but hey, we're at time. We we are respectful of everyone's time. Um ultimately, this was for me and Gabe obviously. <laughs> <laughs> We, this did not serve any purpose in giving you a pop culture data of a year or anything like again no no. this is me and Gabe having a conversation and I, I love it. this is why it's our podcast and you're all faithful listeners and we love you for it. but uh, uh, I'd love this conversation because of, 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 of what you know just getting into each other's heads about this. I, I, this is fantastic. And again, please listen to films to be buried with because I am stealing all of Brett Goldstein's ideas and they're great and I will never be on his podcast but I can emulate it and Gabe is my guinea pig in this in this scenario. Uh anything to say Gabe before we uh, sign off as we usually do like a well constructed podcast.
1: Uh yeah, no, I think uh these are always fun thought exercises when we have some some introspection to do about how why do we feel cuz we know what we feel about all these but but to, to to really kind of dig into the why is, is fun. That is therapeutic, I think, for us.
0: Oh, my God. And again, Gabe says it better than I could have. Thank you, Gabe, for twice in this podcast making me feel like I am inadequate <laughs> at what I am doing. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a good week.